Gab and Girl Time contains explicit sexually mature themes and is intended for a mature audience. The opinions expressed here do not necessarily reflect the views of any platforms, sponsors, or social media. you witch <laughs> I rebuke you <laughs> rebuking the witches I wish they would come out in my parking lot I wish they would bring their books because I'd burn them right in front of them oh Lord. my gosh witches and Bible study they're everywhere <laughs> hello hello hey it is a huge day it yes. is Tuesday yes it is Tuesday 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 two. 22, 2022. Yeah. Two. Yeah. 22. Two, two. Two, two. Do you mm-hmm. think that we'll make it to two, 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 two? We won't make it. We, no. I am getting executed <laughs> immediately when they start. When they start the executions, I'm on the list. When they start I'm the not stakes, be around. the burning at the stake. Are we going? Yeah. I don't Man, probably I don't die that way. There are just probably me and be done with it. I'm just surprised that like we've got people in the pulpit accusing people in the church of being witches when, you know, technically the gifts of the Holy Spirit would be kind of witchy. You know, um, we got a whole episode of that coming up. I get, we're going to need to because it's crazy. It is. But <laughs> I don't want to talk unless we're going to talk about witches. It, only we if they've our been guest. caught on film. <laughs> then we'll talk about it. Maybe ghost that's been caught on film as well. Eventually, witches, ghost, supernatural, but beautiful creatures are caught on film by our guests all the time. All right, nice segue. Won't you introduce her? She's an amazing artist and photographer. Mallory. Now I'm <laughs> forgot how to say your last name, Mallory. Mallory Bertrand. Bertrand. Hello. There you go. <laughs> I was not gonna call her that. What were you gonna call her? Aaron, my brain just goes to Ballard for some reason. And it's not correct. And I know it's not correct. I have to look it up when I'm trying to find her. But that's what my brain, that's the closest this I'll ever get. This is not Mallory Ballard. I know, it is not. <laughs> my, my last name gets mispronounced so much. It's horrible. I'm sorry. It, it is. I just made up a whole new one for you. You I might think, have to bring that a little closer to you. or So yeah. at the, yeah. we went to the melting pot the other day for my dinner. And I specifically check in and I tell her my name's Mallory Bertrand. And she's like, okay, well, it'll be about seven to ten minutes. And we go back up the stairs to wait. And we're waiting. We're waiting. And the next thing I know, I hear Mallory Bertrand. Mm-hmm. And I, I look at Josh and I said, where in the end of my name is there an R? I said, I guess I'm Bertrand now in the lobby full of other guests waiting to go eat. Mm-hmm. And then they all just kind of went, they just looked at me as I walked by. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yep, 
I've been Bertram, Bertrad. So see, it's not just us. No. It's French, and that's not even how you're supposed to pronounce it. What's the proper way to pronounce it? It'd probably be easier. Oh, no. (laughs) In in Europe, it's supposed to be pronounced Bertrand. Bertrand? Bertrand. I like that. I know. I live in the United States, so it's Bertrand. 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 (laughs) I I generally tend to sound it out, and I'm like, Bert Rand. So Bert and Rand, and just put those together. I will have it forever now. I'm drawing a little Bert and Ernie. I'm I'm digging the... The European version. I used to have a dog named Bert and Ernie when I was little. They were little Shih Tzus. Their names fit them. They shit everywhere. Are we allowed to cuss on here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I have the mouth of a sailor. Which is perfect. (laughs) And why we're not on YouTube. Yeah. Because I I could not keep from cursing, I don't think. It would be hard. We'd have to do it like the Orbit Gum commercials. Yeah. Like the old ones. We could do that, though. We be could. It funny. would be funny. Liquor. It would be funny. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, <laughs> Mallory, I have to tell you, you intimidate me from the first time I ever met you. First time I met you was uh, through a mutual friend, and we were at the Oak Ridge Carnival, I believe it was, or the Oak Ridge Fair or something like that, and we were um, we were doing the pinup walk oh yeah now i remember how i met you (laughs) (laughs) yes yeah i do think before that though i met you at harley davidson during a pinup contest ah the hillbilly yes yes which betty bupkis was also in Harley Davidson. That was Maryville. on the one on Clinton Highway. Yep, I yeah. did that one a couple of times. Which was yeah. Coyote Joe's or the Harley's? It was place a Harley. There. The, okay, Harley. Did you win that? I thought you did. Um, I did. Yeah. If it was I the thought. year, if it's the year that, because I remember Betty being there, um, I was there. Um, there was one year that I got third place and one year that I won first. So. I think you won it that year because I misunderstood the assignment and I thought it looked really cute. I had like a sailor girl pinup thing going on. But you looked amazing. And I you- think that was the year that I wore my, my blue, like, plaid-looking dress with a red belt. Mm-hmm. I always, when I do pinup shows, I always come in one outfit um, that everyone thinks I'm going to wear. Mm. And then right before the show, I change. That's good strategy right there. Very nice. Yeah. So, and pinup girl as well. Pinup extraordinaire. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love pinup. I love it. It's a, a fun way to express yourself, which is so weird because I'm very, I don't want to say I'm a typical goth, but I'm alternative, but then I love pinup. So it's like two opposite boards of the spectrum. I am wearing all black one day and the next day I am frumping around in a frilly dress with crinolines underneath. <laughs> is that rockabilly or is that, is rockabilly a different genre? Um, it's rockabilly is part of pinup but it's a different genre like to me when i think of rockabilly it's more alternative and then you've got like 50s pinup and 60s pin, uh, 60s pinup so there's different areas of okay. pinup based on things so i consider myself a modern pinup um because i can't fit into any of the vintage dresses most of my dresses now are custom made by my mom Oh, that's um, cool. Because I want my dresses to be original and completely different. So I always pick 
odd prints. Um, and my mom has even said, this doesn't look very pinup to me. And I said, nope, but it's me. So. Oh, I missed that. Do you sew as well? Or do you just do you no. let your mom do that? No. I I am in creative in many fashions, but I cannot sew. I can hand stitch things. I Many moons ago, I don't know if you guys remember the Burger King King. I <laughs> hand stitched the entire costume for someone I used to date to go to a costume contest. Oh I went and gosh. bought, I made, I think I used curtain fabric to make it and he ended up winning because um, he looked just like the Burger King King and nice. I had no pattern. It was a hot mess. <laughs> I bet it wasn't if he won though. Yeah. So I can hand stitch as well. Pretty I, awesome. I yeah. hate the sewing machine. I'm oh. learning. I'm going to learn it. Yeah. It's learn, learn and I you can make been, all my stuff. Uh, we actually had her on the show before. But a friend of ours, Gemini, who also does some pinup stuff, 40s. That's She's how really we met. into 40s yeah. pinup. Yeah. So, um, but she has a whole thing on TikTok where she's teaching basic sewing. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, I know who you're talking about because I just started following our, her on TikTok. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shark seems. She moved away. She did. She did. I miss her. But to Colorado. So. Which is so funny. Sad oh that we have there. a I'm place <laughs> to visit. <laughs> I, I'm going to Colorado tomorrow. I may need oh to be like, hey. Goodness. Oh, I, we're I so excited we got you. I saw on your website that said you were going to be out for several days. And I thought, how honored. She took time off to come to our podcast. It's exciting. Thank you so much. <laughs> I know when I message her, it's like, are you sure you want to do it today if you're going to drive over there? No, no problem. And that's what I like is the hustle. So, so you're Demi- driving out to Den- To Are you going to Denver? I just assumed. So I'm driving to Nashville um, tonight because someone, me, booked their flight at 540 in the morning. Oh, yikes. And so I'm was like, oh, I'll drive up there and hang out with someone. And then I was like, no, I'm going to drive up there later tonight. And then today I get a text message that my flight in Denver was canceled. So I've been stressing all day. It's now fixed. But um, yeah, so I'm driving to Nashville tonight and I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just going to hang out and do nothing. Probably sit in the airport. And then be there. I have a friend that lives in Nashville. I know a lot of people in Nashville. through pinup because I used to do I used to be a member of a pinup social group that was in Nashville so I drove back and forth a lot and then COVID happened so it's been hard to do that yeah that's wild is that so how has your business been with COVID you know it's been amazing um most people unfortunately have had like the bad side effects of COVID affecting their business whereas my business has just exploded so i back in and this is before covid but back in 2019 towards the end of the year you know me and my fiance were talking about you know we want to save for a house and it's like i know how to save for a house and i wasn't shooting as much back then i was just doing it you know here and there because like every artist you eventually get a block and i had been in a block and i was like well i can make things happen So I started doing shoots again. And then around March is when COVID happened. And I don't know what happened. I guess it's just where I had taken a break for so long. And people are like, oh, who's this? And then it was like a new face, even though I'm not technically a new face. Yeah. Give me your beginnings. Like what got you interested in photography? 
especially the photography that you do, which I consider to be more of a gothic or dark mm-hmm. photography. Still absolutely amazing and beautiful. But So I have always been an artist. Um, I actually went to a local magnet high school here for performing arts. Um, so I, and I did art in middle school too. So middle school, I was in art high school. I was in art. I remember my senior year, there were no classes to take. So my last semester of senior year, I was taking multiple art classes just to do something. Um, and then after high school, you know, I took, I think I took photography in high school, like for one semester and I needed an outlet when I got out of high school. Um, cause like some people you get lost in life and I was lost in life Um, and I started taking selfies with a little point-and-shoot camera I started taking pictures and this kind of fits my my weirdness I started taking pictures of roadkill just so I could have take pictures of things and then I was like you know what I want a camera and I remember it was 2005 maybe end of 2004 2005 me and the guy I was dating wrecked my car Mm. and no fault of our own and we got an insurance back so instead of going and buying a car (laughs) I went and bought a camera and I think that was probably the best decision I ever made because from there it just kind of went and I didn't know who I was back then so I would photograph everything and anything and just over the years I just started taking pictures of things and I think it's been in the past four or five years that I've really come into who I am as an artist mm-hmm. um anyone that I've seen from high school has said weren't you that weird art girl in high school because my art in mm-hmm. high school is weird too <laughs> I had mannequins with nails in their boobs and stomachs cut out and nice the weirdest mm-hmm. things and if I talk too much, you guys can say, hey, no, 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 I'm a no, talker. No, I don't know if Ash warns you. I am a talker. <laughs> that's what that I mean, this is for is for talking. And we definitely want to hear about it. I have seen um, a couple art exhibits recently of yours that are pretty. Um, I mean, they're awesome. They're definitely things that I would like people are surprised when I'm as goth as I am but mm-hmm. original from the 80s that everybody's way. goth it's just what kind of goth are you right yeah like everybody <laughs> has a king yeah mm-hmm. but I saw a um exhibit you had done recently at Brickyard oh it was very cool I had a lot of um extremely cool art in it and several that I was looking at were already sold so I thought that was pretty cool that's awesome so you bought your camera uh you took pictures of everything what got you just into your little niche of what you do now and what do you do now so I just you know me being a creative person I just started doing random things um I remember shooting um, out of the living room of my house and I didn't know what I was doing and I would just play. I remember putting someone in a gift bag and wrapping bows around them. Um, I poured Crayola paint on somebody once and covered them in glitter. Um, and I wanted so bad to grow that I started reaching out to places and I was like, one of the first places that I reached out to was Barbizon. 
And I was like, I would love to get experience. I'd love to be a photographer. And they ended up hiring me as a phone person. Um, I don't know if you guys. <laughs> oh, I know what Barbara's remember. On is. It does, it's not surprising that you got hired as a phone um, person. Uh, they used to have the boxes in the mall. Mm-hmm. And so my job mm-hmm. was to take those and call people and be like, hey, mm. we want you to be a model. Come to this audition. And the owner still knows me. So she might kill me if she listens to this. But. You know, that was my job was to get people to come audition, Mm -hmm. to be a model. To pay them a bunch of money. To pay them a bunch of money to be a model. Mm -hmm. And then, and granted, it was still a good opportunity because one day they said, Mallory, we want you to go to the photo shoots for, you know, their students. And, you know, let's just see what you can do. And their staff photographer was pissed. So pissed. That he went off on them and is like, I don't understand. I, I mean, I don't know the details, but I can imagine in my head. Mm-hmm. He's like, I am the person that's supposed to be doing this, not this. Why are you bringing this person in? Next thing I know, that guy got fired. I don't know who he was. Mm-hmm. To this day, I still don't know who he was. And I got hired. And so I started doing photo shoots. Nice. Um, and it was great because I met a lot of great people, you know, and it was still a really good opportunity because that kind of is what set my growth for wanting to shoot models. Um, and I, again, I wasn't the typical headshot photographer. Mm-hmm. Let's put you on a great yeah, backdrop. that wasn't your aesthetic. You know, I wanted to get creative with them so they could have fun because they're, they're kids. Mm-hmm. So I would fix their hair the way I wanted to fix their hair. And then I'd tell them, this is what we're going to do with your makeup just to be different. Um, you know, and eventually I, I stopped working there um, because of things. How um, how much do you think that industry has changed over the past? What years were you there? Did you say like? Two, oh gosh, it was ye- over. How let's see how probably over fifteen it? years ago. Yeah. So I the was technology young. today with photography and with modeling and how they can just you know they can create the perfect person just with AI. Mm-hmm. How is that? Do you th- is Barbasan still around? So they are under a different name. Mm, okay. They are not Barbasan. I don't even think Barbasan. I don't know if it was like you know how people rebrand themselves. I think yeah, it was rebranded. Yeah. Um. So they Model are still search. around. Um. Under a different <laughs> brand now, and they still send me clients now. So I still get people that come to me for headshots. Um. To go back to them. So. Um. That's I'm awesome. Not, I'm not saying that it's not bad to have to pay for classes it's great for kids i think it is wonderful for kids to build confidence yes because they do teach that i think so Um, my sister went through barbazon modeling but in some other aspects you know you don't need to pay someone to learn how to be a model because it tends to come naturally um but it's still around it kind of just went from there i mean I remember doing the steampunk carnival. I've shown art through there. I wish that was still around too. Um, I've shown at Temple many times. Um, and that I think that's what also helped open up my darker side of things. Yes. Um, because I started talking to other artists and then I got to a point where I wasn't afraid to be different. I think that was my biggest thing was I was afraid to be different for the longest time. Have you been out to the new concourse? No, and I want yet. to. I just, you know. Make COVID sure to bring your vaccine card or they won't let you yeah, in. They won't let I you in. I learned that the hard way. Vaccine card this pe- or this a negative 
I have test. a vaccine yeah. card now from a doctor. I have one. So, <laughs> so yeah, uh, I'm going to come into problems because I'm not getting boosted. I've already had COVID, and I'm just not. I have had COVID, and I got really sick from both my shots. Mm-hmm. So. There were lots of curse words because I was so sick. I was like, I'm not getting this fucking booster. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, I'll probably get it even though I'm just like, I don't want to be sick again. Yeah, I had gotten shots and then COVID and long COVID and I decided I'm done. Hmm. So, again, another reason why I won't make it through the apocalypse. Knock, knock. You've been real lucky that you haven't got anything, but you also got vaxxed and boosted, too, so that was cool. I mean, you know, that's good. Going back to the Barbizon thing, so (laughs) when I was a 12-year-old little fat girl, my mom put my sister and I in JCPenney's modeling school. Mm. That was a thing? Yes. Yes. I still, I saw the pictures of it the the other day. Uh, It's It's gold. I would say it's 80s, probably the 80s, yeah, 80s. yeah, or very early 80s. Yeah. You know, it's funny as I worked for JCPenney's a very long time ago as a photographer <laughs> when they had the box that you had to hold a button and it yes. would while you have a feather thing in your other hand and you're like trying to tickle the children to make them laugh and hope that you can get the thing up at the same time and lift your hand back at the other time. Yeah, you're too young for the Olin Mills, but oh, well, no, no I worked you... at Kmart was my very first job oh, and there was wow. an Olin Mills there. Yeah, Ola Mills was around for. I have some lovely Ola Mills photos. We should get out our Ola Mills the, the photos cheesy blue for backdrops and. Uh, yeah. One was a fence rail. <laughs> it was so bad. They were just not good. My I look like Ann Wilson of Heart. My hair is this big and dark. It is crazy. It's beautiful. Is photos. Anne the tall one? Is she the blonde? No. No. She is okay. the one that can sing. <laughs> the star. <laughs> Me. Um, so what kind of photography do you do now? So, you know, I've been Would trying you- to like categorize myself for the longest time because, you know, I do boudoir photography and I do very artistic horror gore photography so i've got to the point now i'm boudoir and i'm creative because my creative shoots are very broad spectrums of pretty to bloody gory this person looks dead even though they're not dead mm-hmm. um so do these things come from your brain do you have a do, do you have a vision yes. uh, in your brain and you can already see what the picture looks like mm-hmm. in there? So what's the goriest thing that you've done? Oh. That- <laughs> so a couple years ago, I wanted to do a Dexter inspired series. And so I had this whole vision in my head of this is what it's going to be. We're going to do it inspired off Dexter. And I own a gurney. Um, and so I, I got all these props and we built a Dexter scene in my garage. And then as we're starting, you know, I am very spontaneous. And if I get an idea in my head, I fly with it. And so Ash Mac was doing the special effects makeup. Um, and I had this vision of having a spine ripping out of your back. And lo and behold, I have a spine. 
<laughs> and um, and it's a real one. Um, I actually found it in a field, and I and I, I cleaned it before we put the put it on this person. It was clean, and so I'm like, this is not a Dexter shoot anymore. I feel like this is a demon thing emerging out of your body, and so that shoot is what set the bar for what I call my reality series now, and. I haven't worked on it in a while because I have to be really inspired mm-hmm. and I have to have a, I do it when I'm in my feelings. Mm-hmm. And so that was the first chapter and I called it, um, you know, the monster within because we're all battling things inside our body that we don't know about and it emerged. So I like to take realistic situations, turn it into horror. And so chapter two we gouged a girl's eyes out and sewn another girl's lips shuts and they were actually teenagers <laughs> and we you know this is all special effects makeup so hopefully no one listening thinks we're actually gouging eyeballs out <laughs> no, i would think so too back to my question about technology you could probably tweak that and you could photoshop those things in there but you're not that kind of artist no, no. i like to have it visually in front of me so I can see it and feel it um, and where Ashes has gotten so good with doing special effects makeup it looks real whereas I can tell when someone has done a photo man- manipulation or they've edited it in Photoshop and not saying that they aren't amazing at doing that it's just that's not my aesthetic mm-hmm. like it's the whole process of going through this and mm-hmm. it also whoever the person is modeling it gets them in the feels of it um almost know, like a subspace yes and i'll use the shoot that i did with the two teenagers um you know their moms were there and they're so supportive of, of my stuff and one of the girls um the one that had her eyes gouged out has a sensory problem that we didn't know about and so the whole time, you know, Ash is having to spray her eyes and put latex on her eyes. And so it added to the whole aspect of her mm-hmm. eyes being, you know, gone. Um, and they were ballerina dancers. And that entire set was based on um, the see no evil, hear right. no evil, speak no evil. And they kind of just, they rolled with it. Um, and And I may be giving away my stuff here because... With that set, we have another character in there who is what I call, I don't know why I'm doing finger gestures like people can see my fingers, <laughs> the subconscious. And so she is in every single series. And even though she's visible to us, in my head, she is invisible to the person. Mm-hmm. And she's whispering things in their ears. So she's saying bad things to them and telling them to do these things. And which kind of correlates into the next chapter of epi- uh, epidemic, which is based on drug addiction. Mm. So there's a picture of this model. His name's Joshua. And Lori, who is my conscious, is whispering into his ears as he's got around his arm a belt and a, and a fake syringe. And she's saying, do it, do it, do it. And he does it and he turns into a monster. Because mm-hmm. if you've had any experience with drugs... You know, you're not the same person when you're on drugs. Mm-hmm. And so I have other chapters, but they're very controversial. So it's one of those things I have to build my cast just right. And I have to be in a moment of when I post something, I'm going to get massive backlash for it. Because, well, that's 
why I like this series. Mm-hmm. What kind of backlash are you getting? Um, you're going to hell. It's triggering. Mm-hmm. You know, especially like the drug addiction one was was triggering. You know, because a lot of people deal with it, but it's again, it's it's reality. You know, right. So it's just my view on things, and I have never had drug addiction problems but I've been around people who have drug addiction problems and so it's kind of everything hits a little bit close to home with what I'm doing because I I never thought about it until now but I think it resonates with myself on how these are all coming out so I would say that's Mm -hmm. my most gory session because it's really it's it's very visceral which is what art should art should make you feel something Mm -hmm. whether you're super happy about it super sad about it angry triggered Mm -hmm. whatever if it makes you feel something I feel like I've done what I did Mm -hmm. what I was supposed to do absolutely I had I'm pretty sure some of those were hanging in the brickyard yes I have lots of them on prints it's my favorite series to display I have I'm pretty sure that it was because it was very I I mean I'm there doing comedy used to be pretty regularly uh going to open mics or whatever and I notice a lot of art and you're like I was like oh Mallory's yeah okay you know and remembered it so that's the it did make an impression. There's a couple other people. Maria Campbell's another artist. She's moved to the West Coast now. Uh, she paints. She's not a photographer, though. But I know several photographers in town. How do you feel about... Do you get the same kind of thing like with comics, with the comrade? Is there a camaraderie, or does it feel like it's all competition? Do you, you, you know... You know, it's funny. I posted today that... Um, I made a post about this that I wish that um, let's normalize photographers empowering and supporting and being friends with each other with each other and that and that goes with so many different things but you know the years, hair community yes. same way years ago it you know I remember because I was again a young photographer like I felt like I was in competition with everybody or my work needed to be better than their work so I could get money or I can get a paid job. And but now in the past couple of years, I've realized I am in competition with nobody. Mm-hmm, I'm in competition mm-hmm. with myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also not everybody's cup of tea. So people come to me because they want what I have to offer them. And it's the same with other photographers. You know, we all have our own niche and right and you have your own eye Mm -hmm. you know your your eye is completely different and you might be better at one sort of photography let's say event Mm -hmm. you know photography whereas somebody may not be as strong as that in that but they take amazing headshots yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. it's definitely it's um i'm a hairstylist as well by trade and it's the same deal people would be surprised when I would refer another stylist mm-hmm. like I can't get you in but so and so can will do a good job you know and they're like really and I'm like listen you can wait I'm happy but if you have to get in and I can't do it this person I trust them to do you know very similar to me or you mm-hmm. know and then of course they're not you but yeah. still 
you don't, you know. Yeah, and art should be a competition anyway. No. No. And, but it is, I get it, because with comedy, there's only so many stages and so many spaces. And, uh, but I think that it's cool and everybody can get along and there's camaraderie for sure. And Yeah. I didn't know if you had that in photography or not, because mm-hmm. uh, I, I know so many photographers and any arts that you're in just like you do too i mean how many different photographers have you had shoot burlesque shows Mm -hmm. you know and so it's it's wild to have so many and it's evident in the pictures you know who really has the eye to do a fast-paced photography and very difficult and who has the eye for still photography? Mm-hmm. Like more, I've tried so many different types of photography. I've done concert mm-hmm. photography. Um, I used to do that at Temple or at the concourse. Um, and I have done, you know, swims, which I, granted, I can do a little bit of everything. But I remember when I first started shooting, I had mentors. I think that's the mm-hmm. biggest thing is people don't realize we rely on other artists to grow our own art. Mm-hmm. And it. I learned a lot from some local photographers here and I took what they learned, you know, what they taught me and expanded it into who I am. Yeah. And even now, um, you know, I still have photography mentors that granted they don't shoot the same genre as I do, but they still help me in a business marketing sense and helping me if I have a question, because mm-hmm. sometimes there are things that are out of my scope that I don't have experience with. And, I try to use that when I'm helping, you know, if another photographer asks me questions, I was like, I'm an open book. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how many people have told me, well, why are you doing that? Why are you sharing your secrets? You're their competition. They're your competition. I was like, no, they're not. The only person I'm in competition with is myself. Yeah. Okay. So it brings me to my question. What, what motivates you? Does money motivate you in your photography? Oh, I think money motivates everybody. Um, but in a general aspect, just helping people feel better about themselves. Um, you know, before, you know, when I was on a break, I, that's about six years ago, I felt like crap about myself. I hated myself. I didn't feel like I was good enough. And then I started doing pinup and that helped a lot. And now helping other women to see that they are good enough and they don't need someone else to validate them is a huge deal and and this is something that I tell people you know you don't need a man to make you happy or a woman or anyone or a partner um just a really good Hitachi yes Hmm. (laughs) I have one mine's dangerous wands and gloves (laughs) gloves and wands (laughs) but I really like empowering people and you know they tell you not to make friends with your clients but by the time people are leaving you know, I am making friends and it may not be on an everyday talking basis, but I'm making friends. And then through that, they're meeting other people and realizing that there are other people like them that are going through similar situations. And in return, it's like a circle. We Mm -hmm. all start building each other up. Um, How do you feel about everyone with a cell phone camera as now they've become they're great at selfies and filters and now much like you know hairstylist chagrin with the 
Pinterest hours, qualifying them as now, you know, hairstylists. How do you feel about that? Like when people are like, I'll shoot your wedding and they have on my iPhone and it's on. Yeah, it's on their iPhone Pro Max. I mean, to each its own. Um, I mean, I know phones nowadays have really nice cameras mm-hmm. on them. I mean, my phone has a nice camera on it and I have, I have Photoshop on my phone and I can take a selfie and edit all the things. But I mean, to me, again, not my, my thing, but other people, weirdly enough, they do it. Um, so I think that's one of the things that's to each their own. I can't judge someone for using a phone. Do you think it's the money? Do you think since, I mean, good quality photography, you're going to have to pay. Money. It's always yeah. costing yeah. money. I yeah, have, always. I will say this, and this is something that Ash has been trying to work with me on really hard is knowing my worth. Mm-hmm. And I have never felt like I have been worth the money. I've always charged not that much. Like I two two years ago, let's see, 2019 and 2020, I had things pop up in my timeline and I was charging $125, which isn't much. Some people it is, but I was giving away my work. Yes. And mm-hmm. um because a good quality shoot. Mm-hmm. Look at the and, experience. And that I've you only have. had two my entire life. And it took a lot. Even last year, it took so much to hit the the raise the price button and then I did it again this year and I got and uh, I don't want to say I don't I guess it's anxious I raised my prices again this year and I don't announce it that was one of the things I was taught is don't announce it just do it well then I did it well then I started overthinking and I went back and I changed it and Ash's like don't do that and I was like well it's too late now I'm leaving it we'll wait till next year why do you feel like you did that that I'm curious. So I have, I don't want to say I have a heart, but I don't, (laughs) sometimes I felt like people would not see my worth and not want to pay me that. Um, A lot of people don't see the behind the scenes of of what we do. And um, so I'll have people that, that will message me and be like, I just can't afford that. And then my gut, my heart gets to me and I'm like, okay, what can I do to help this person? And then Ash is like, stick to it. You have to, ha- I'm not good at setting boundaries and that's what I'm working on this year. Um, well, we can give you a payment plan. You can pay in four installments. And I do do that now. I yeah. have, I have a payment plan program. But you, you it's still the price that you charge. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm getting, I'm doing a lot better at, at knowing that I am worth it. And I think the first time that someone booked me at, um, you know, I'm going to my prices are public. So I have a gold package that's $1,400. Mm-hmm. So a year ago I was charging, you know, anywhere from a hundred to $300. I had someone book me at $1,400 and I think I cried. I called Ash. I called my fiance. I was like, Oh my God, someone actually did this. And I, even now I'm still shocked when anyone books anything above $500. I'm like, really? Really? And and Ash is like, well, why are you shocked? I said, because I am. And I said, I'm always going to be like that because it's... Do you think it's because your budget has not reflected in your lifestyle where you could just book a $1,500 photo shoot with not, not thinking about it? I, I've found that... Um, pricing myself at different things that a lot of times I look through my lens of poverty and I forget that there are 
numerous people out there who whose budget is way better than mine, you mm -hmm. know, that they don't look through the lens of poverty. So the fact that maybe in 1980, they booked a photo shoot for $500 here in, you know, 40 years later, they're still thinking they're getting a great deal because mm -hmm. it hasn't quadrupled in price. It could. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, what we think, you know, we've, I think we've gotten used to a Walmart mindset and used to selfies and mm -hmm. being able to take photos from a phone and we have you know I mean a lot of budgets will allow that some won't but I found that I look through I've robbed myself many of years because the price that I pay isn't equal to the talent mm -hmm. and the skill that they receive I mean the price that I charge what's been. included in your gold package so huh? all of my packages include one very important thing um me um, <laughs> but something i wanted everyone to have is most i'll just this is my for my boudoir stuff so mm -hmm. we won't talk about the creative just yet so with my boudoir i pride myself on empowering women when they walk through the door so when they come in they're gonna have fun like i don't care if they're doing pictures for their who they're doing pictures for that day is about them so um they all get confidence coaching and that doesn't matter whether they have a silver or bronze or a gold or platinum everybody gets confidence coaching from ash now if ash isn't there i do it um they get professional makeup they get professional hair done um, they get access to a client closet if they would like to use it. Um, that's something new this year because I had it all last year, but I was trying to build it up. So people would ask about it. I was like, it's not ready yet. It's not ready yet. <laughs> um, they get drinks. They can have Coke. If they're old enough, they can have wine. Um, I have jewelry for days, which people don't know about because I haven't shared <laughs> that yet. Um and so it's not just about doing the, the pictures it's the whole experience mm -hmm. and that was something I worked on a lot last year was trying to build up to a whole experience so there's no more you come in you get a shoot and it's 30 minutes unless it's a mini session day our luxury boudoir days you're there and you're having fun um so when they're done getting their hair and makeup they come into the room and ash we do a, a hype session Pretty sure our neighbors have heard us say a few choice words um, because I always do it with Ash too. And she's like, I think I just do this for you. I'm not doing this for the clients. You're the one that needs this. And I was like, no, we all need this. And depending on she's our client. She's a great like cheerleader. Yes. Coach. Yeah. A great cheerleading coach. Yes. And so based on Ash is really good at reading the clients. That's why I like she, that she is the first person they deal with is, is her. And so based on her vibe, their vibe is how we do the, the coaching. And so the first thing we do is we all shake it out and she makes a, and I do it, like I said, we put our hands on her mm -hmm. hips and, um, she looks at them and she's like, I want you as loud as you can to yell, I am a badass bitch. <laughs> and a lot of times they'll be like, I'm a badass bitch. And she's like, no, say it louder. I am a badass bitch. And then I'm doing the same thing. So then we're all there yelling. And then finally they're like, I am a badass bitch. And then we're like, woo. Um, sometimes it's vivacious queen. We always ask about cursing, but I have a bad mouth. 
we all have mouths so it works out and we were doing it the other day and we hear noise next door and we're like we think nancy's next door and i'm like it's okay she knows what we do (laughs) um and we're right above a dance studio so one of these days the the little dancers are going to hear us yelling badass bitches up here um (laughs) do you rent out a space i do i do i have a studio um not in knoxville i am in downtown clinton oh cool Um, oh you just stones throw Mm -hmm. i'm in powell you're not that far then. No, my daughter lives. In no, Clinton. I, I can just walk to downtown. Had an idea though of a collaboration. Gail, you and I do "Death Becomes Her," and you shoot it. Okay. Do you know? I, I do. I'm, I'm going to throw myself under the, under the bus here. I don't know what that is. <gasps> okay. Okay. You, sound, you, sound, you sounded like like this, Josh because that's what he does to me when I tell this him is, I haven't seen a movie. This is your homework. It's death. <laughs> death becomes her. It's Goldie Hawn. Okay, um, I like Goldie Hawn. Fuck. And I'm gonna lie. I I may end up watching and be like, wait, I have seen this. Meredith. No, no. Meryl Streep. Meryl. God, what I is like her wrong too. With me. Me too. It's the menopause, it ma'am. Is. Meryl Streep you. and Bruce Willis. You all of a you you will have so much empathy for me. <laughs> Over the next few months. And I do not envy you. I feel bad, but I'm happy you're going through it. My Josh calls it womanopause. Yes. And he keeps asking me if I'm going through womanopause. And I'm like, no. Not yet. No? Are you sure? Some women go through it early. And I'm like, no. I'm not. Once you see this, it's a 90s movie. Yes. It's Meryl Streep and Goldie yeah. Hawn. Meryl and, Streep, Goldie Hawn. And uh, that beautiful Isabella Rosalini. You have to watch the movie to get what's going on here. Okay, I do think I've seen this, they but drink I can't a remember potion it. that makes them um, Et- um, have eternal, eternal life. life, so they live forever. But they were supposed to take care of their bodies, and then they didn't. <laughs> and so, and it has the gorgeous Isabella Rossellini mm-hmm. in it. She, oh man, that's my one right there. Ooh. Yeah, basically, it's all about adrenochrome and <laughs> it's a great movie it would be an awesome shoot you're goldie hon on meryl street just because of the hair yeah, the chubby years <laughs> we definitely didn't take care of our bodies no <laughs> again i'm not making it through the great reset it's just how it is i would like to but they're gonna be like no no sorry you can't do it <laughs> You were telling us Which? earlier that you had an OnlyFans at one point in Did your you life. Did you do just feet? What were, were the photos very artistic? You know, now I want to see your OnlyFans. <laughs> I mean, I have the picture saved on my phone. So back in 2020, we're going to blame COVID because this is COVID's fault. Right, of course. That's when everyone started doing OnlyFans. And mm. I um, was on a vacation, which is something I never do. And I was on vacation with my friends. I was, uh, it was Ash and Sarah Claxton and then our friend Jennifer. And we kept saying Sarah, because she's, she's a model and she's got a huge following. We're like, you need to do OnlyFans. You would make bank. She's like, I don't want to get naked on there. And we're like, you don't have to get naked. Just, you're just, you're gorgeous. And then she's like, well, if you guys do it, I'll do it. And then, so I said, well, if I'm, if Ash will do it, I'll do it. And then so we were all like, okay. So we all signed up for OnlyFans thinking 
(laughs) whatever (laughs) whatever you know I didn't think it was going to go anywhere and I had I told my boyfriend I was like you care and he's like no I don't care I was like okay and uh because I have got a very I keep calling my boyfriend I'm not used to him being a fiance he's very supportive congratulations (laughs) thank you um, so we started OnlyFans, and let me tell you, trying to network OnlyFans will get you blocked and banned from several places. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, I may have thrown Ash under the bus by saying she had an OnlyFans, so I'll tell her that later. Um, <laughs> she got blocked off of um, a dating app because she posted it on there that couldn't be on there anymore. Um, so, I mean, I didn't do anything bad on there. I mean, mm-hmm. I... Uh, Ha- grew like a following of like 40 people and my who were all your neighbors were they all people you knew <laughs> so you know here's the thing when you sign up on OnlyFans, you're supposed to make an um i've never been on there a fake so. name and you know some people didn't and i would message them and i was like look i said thanks for subscribing but put an alias because i don't want to know who you are and because I was advertising on Facebook and TikTok and Instagram. I, I made my own um, I made my own um, Instagram for it. I was known as um, Madam Kitty um, because that's also something I use when I go to the bar and I don't want people to know who I am. And I shared butt pictures and I went live once topless. That's all I did. And I sat there and ate chicken nuggets for 30 minutes and i made like 300 dollars eating chicken nuggets topless and of course <sighs> my fiance is just sitting there playing xbox laughing <laughs> i was like why not i cannot get my husband on board i said we'll do like couples feet pictures together there there's a whole thing like i fell down the rabbit hole of this because whenever i don't and it's it's like the universe is like here watch this on tiktok things started popping up in tiktok of here's how to sell your panties here's how to sell your socks here's how to show your feet and i'm like man this is a thing i could be rich doing all this it's like i don't even need photography i can just sell my underwear and then me and ashtag talked about it i was like wait we don't like to wear underwear we don't wear underwear so this is not the job for us um but yeah i had people that i knew on there i'm a squirrel so it just kind of goes bloop Mm-hmm. Um, I had a person that has subscribed to me and luckily they won't ever listen to this, um, that I worked with when I was 16 <laughs> and my stepdad was their boss. <laughs> so when they subscribe, they're like, do you know who I am? And I'm like, well, no, that's a little, who creepy, are you though? Mm-hmm. They were my biggest payer. They can stay. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> that happens. I mean, they've been I'm, looking at you since all of mine have been I, old. <laughs> well, you know what's funny is I don't even think they're that much older than me. Like, I think I was sixteen and they were maybe in their twenties. Twenty-one, like young, yeah. not, young for us now. Yeah. Back then, uh. <laughs> but it was just the fact that he had to throw out. I used to work for your stepdad, and I'm like, Ooh, that's are you, weird. Are you going to tell my stepdad I'm doing this? What's no. weird is when it's like your actual parent subscribing there have been Hopefully people that never happened because i've that heard stories out. of stuff like that family members subscribing i don't know if they're just curious or 
I want to see what the guys at work have been talking about yeah. or whatever kind of a thing. But I've yeah. heard all kinds. And of I mean, weird... I never, I, I never hid it from anyone. Mm-hmm. So like, my, my day job, you know, we have a social media policy, so I don't have my real job posted on Facebook, right? Um, for that reason. Um, but I remember, you know, my brother reaching out to my mom saying, I don't think she should be doing this. She has kids. She has this. And my mom basically said he was slut shaming me and told him that I was an adult and I could do what I want. Also, are you afraid you're going to come across your sister's photos on OnlyFans? Is that the problem, bro? He would have, <laughs> you know? he would have to subscribe for eight ninety nine a month. To yours? Yes. Yeah, which, I mean, I don't have it anymore. I closed yeah. it. But, mm-hmm. um, I mean, that was fun. You know? I made a Twitter just for it, and then I stopped doing Twitter because I was like, I don't know. I don't don't know. (laughs) I have a Twitter. I have not done Twitter in years. All the fun was taken from me, and I hate everyone on there right now. I'm thinking about deleting everything right now. I'm in that mode. That's a mood. It's it's enough that I do Facebook. I'm horrible at posting on Instagram that I'm trying to get more productive on instagram how i'd like to move straight over to just instagram and get off of facebook entirely but i can't because of the events i rely on facebook too much for marketing Mm -hmm. if it weren't for that i don't think i would be on facebook Mm -hmm. i know that's a that's a majority of people and i have way too many facebook friends like i have to go through monthly now because i'll get the notification you've hit five thousand friends and i'm like crap yeah why can't they just make it bigger right i hate deleting people i Mm -hmm. hate it because going through i realize i know all of these people so then i'm like okay well let's delete you know the inactive accounts and then let's delete what i call pinup collectors because i'll never Mm -hmm. see them again i don't know i don't ever see them so Mm -hmm. they live in australia or something and i need people here (laughs) i know we have several hundred friends in common how successful fun. have you been on TikTok? Um, well, I have as of today, which my TikTok's been, I'm not trending like Ash does, um, but I'm getting there. I have 6,800 followers, which to nice. me is awesome. It's awesome. Uh, I'm still in the thousands range. I'm only in the hundreds. <laughs> I think I hit 300 <laughs> followers. I'm trying to find where I fit in the TikTok algorithms. I Like I started off doing pinup transition videos and then i was like okay well let me show my work well tiktok flags things Mm -hmm. and so you have to be very careful about what you put on tiktok so now i'm doing you know i'm trying to do videos of like poses you can do with your camera and Mm -hmm. we did it we did a video the other day of um us before and us after wearing clothes from the client closet but we all had to wear wraps because again it's tiktok and you can't show lingerie they tend to, to flag um curvier women they're flagging quickly. all kinds of things um, now i posted the exact same video three days in a row with three different songs and only one of them got flagged for nudity violation but the other two are still up so i'm like what's going on so Hmm. It's. It, I mean, I'm mm-hmm. growing, you know, slowly. I got in trouble on Instagram for what somebody joking had said one of my friend's hair looked frizzy. And I said that we were going to have to fight. And I got a serious warning 
like you're like in you're trouble. bullying harassment i'm a terrible evil person Bitch. on the instagrams and i was just like what and then i got a warning for nudity on something and i was like there's zero nudity on this oh that's right but it was an anti-man post i post so. like almost half naked people on instagram yeah, this I don't even understand why it was so triggering. You can it go was to Twitter. Just a girl in Twitter. The last one writing. They you can beat pull, you up you and can. ban you on Twitter. It's <laughs> insane. I, there, there are porn stars on Twitter. There's a girl I follow on TikTok there that's on there showing everything. Are on porn stars on Twitter? But by golly, don't say things. I mean, you can't <laughs> say that you're upset. You can post whatever you want, but don't have an opinion. We're all waiting for the day that I get banned because I say I shoot people. Yeah, see, I guess I go and look, but it's an algorithm. It's an AI just hitting the words. So all you yeah, have to you do just got to come up with another word. Different for, word. Mm-hmm. That's and why I you can unalive things all the time, but you can't murder or suicide them, or kill or unalive fight. Them. Unalive has been a popular word lately. Yeah, because they were saying it on TikTok all the time for suicide. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like to fuck with the algorithm and just do different spellings of words. Well, that'd be do easy different for me. I puns. misspell yeah. everything. Yeah, so yeah. It'd spelling be like, sex instead of spelling yeah. sexy it's, the way it's supposed to. It's seggy. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird to me. But <laughs> and it is I get it. I, I went to go type that on a video the other day and I typed in seggy and I'm like, nope, nope, can't do this. <laughs> I cannot do this. So I was like, I just typed out sexy well, I was like but I never got flagged so I guess it just depends I they have some new rules they have some new guidelines that just more I can ignore and right just do what you want for. anyway we're all gonna die mm-hmm. <laughs> some sooner than others right. Marie Antoinette it up <laughs> will you take the photos like do some yeah. cool stuff with my head please Mallory Yes. <laughs> when, yes. They, when they chop it off. Are you kidding? She's a woman with an opinion, too. They're not yeah. going to let her shoot anything. I don't know. The way her luck's been going after Barbizon and everything, <laughs> she'll be the official staff photographer <laughs> for the apocalypse. <laughs> it's like, all right, Mallory, we need you to work. We need a staff photographer. We need a social media guru. <laughs> oh goodness! So that's what she'll stumble into that. But Gail, no, no, <laughs> she has no to life wear for you. You are done. I don't look good in yellow. <laughs> that's why you're going to be in yellow. No, <laughs> that would be a hell, wouldn't it? Like that would be my part of hell. Any any time I wear your socks, will match. Um, one of my other best friends, Naomi. She's known me for many years. We met at a dog park. It's weird. I have friends. I have several best friends, and they're all so different and so if i wear a color she's like mallory are you okay <laughs> yes but you're wearing a color like i even wear black scrubs to i work. thought she said collar at oh. first and i was like well let's talk about that for a minute i don't know you said Nobody color color me <laughs> i might color someone else i said that too she may take photos of you in your collar maybe she does. Uh, I just bought a collar for, for my client closet that attaches to pasties. Nice. Interesting. Mm-hmm. 
Yep, and I bought a paddle. And, you know, it's it's so weird buying a paddle for photo shoots, and I'm like, I get it in, and I'm like, this is not a real paddle. This is such a fake prop paddle, because I compare it to a real paddle that can mm-hmm. leave some marks. Fun fact, Hobby Lobby has these cheese boards mm-hmm. that look just those. like paddles. For $40, I bought all sizes, Did and they've you? got a rolling pin. I was going to buy them. I walked by those, because... As much as, as much as I hate Hobby Lobby, like I know, my right, mom would burn me at the stake for going into Hobby Lobby, but they have all the things that I need. It's a midlife crisis, divorcees, and dream all, job. They always have really good sales, but like, they have the, they had those, and all I could think was like I could spank someone with these. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they they're just good. I mean. It's olive wood. I don't know how sturdy that is. But I think that for photography, it would definitely do the job. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I brought those home to daddy and I said, ooh, look what I got you. Where did you get these? These are actually kind of nice. And I said, Hobby Lobby. <laughs> I think Hobby Lobby is secretly a kink store. Well, you know, I think I, that's one of the uh, parts in the... In the Jesus-y lifestyle, people don't realize that, you know. Are you about to say that Jesus was kinky? I'm not saying Jesus was kinky. <laughs> I think people that follow Jesus can be kinky. That is true. I think that you ever looked at their artwork, some of their... I have bought some great just art sayings. Like, there's one in my bathroom that says, um, I found my prince and I call him daddy. You know, it's for children. Mm. But, yeah. Yeah, what? I found some great Hobby stuff. Lobby. Yeah, like the, I would totally, if I had gotten divorced and did not have another job, I would totally go work for Hobby Lobby. They were they were paying like now they pay seventeen something. It's like an it's hour. seventeen twenty five or seventy five. They used to pay I like saw that I'm like fourteen well, fifty. Okay, go make more money there before yeah. people were complaining about it or whatever. Like. 2015 2014 they were hiring you in at 14.50 an hour you don't work Sundays you get off at 8 they like we're closing at 8 we're shutting the lights off and everything we're done you know I mean they will bum rush you out the door whatever uh if you're midlife crisis age you don't care about birth control as much but they still actually allow you birth control it's just certain types of birth control but they would rather you know spin it as no birth control Wait, which is crazy over there with the barcodes i just don't know if i could do it that kind of stuff is crazy but like that's people's opinion have, i mean that's yeah they, they do barcodes. not have barcodes because that rings in the antichrist but yeah look at where we are we're about to chip Wait, our hand and forehead that's why they don't have barcodes that's what yes. she said i don't know Okay. That's what I've read. Now, whether that's true or not, I don't know. But they do not have barcodes. They, they do, do not, not have scanning barcodes. No, you, you know what? They have that to ring it in. Why they're always typing stuff in? I mm-hmm. never thought of it like th- about that. Yeah, they're typing in your the price, the actual price, like yeah. old fashioned. But oddly, that's anybody that works so at long. Hobby yes. Lobby would probably be able to count back change. I think I wait until a lost art longer at Hobby Lobby than I do at Walmart. Yeah, because they're not auto scanning everything. And I don't like so, going into Walmart. I, I used to. Do not. I have never liked Walmart, but that's because their aisles have always been super claustrophobic to me. 
They might be wider now. Maybe people took a poll. I don't like them because I worked for them for 20 years. <laughs> there you go. That. There you go. But yeah, I mean, I wouldn't hate Hobby Lobby. And they do have a lot of stuff I'm saying there. if you want to paddle, I like go Michael's to Hobby Lobby. as yes. well. They're 40% off in the spring yeah. shop. But yeah, you should be free to go wherever you want to. Go wherever you want. I ha- I, speaking of having like visions in your head, I, ha- I had a vision recently about a paddle. Um, the downfall is that too is I need to actually spank somebody because uh, I have a friend that is in the lifestyle and a friend of theirs made a paddle and on the paddle it said bitch. And I just want to take it and I want to slap it on someone's ass and, and then take yeah. a picture of the swollen butt cheek that says bitch. I wonder if we know the person who made it because our I Venn, know, I our know who it Venn is. diagram I have to reach out to them. is so. I know a lot of mutual people. Yeah, mm-hmm. the the paddle. I have a personal paddle and it's got holes and in I it. Can cut anything out, mm-hmm. so. and it it hurts. Mm-hmm. It never gets touched. Well, because of all the air you're getting, it's getting air for real. I had daddy one made that has uh, like sandpaper on one side of it, and then. Um, it's that stuff that like toolboxes are made out of. It's kind of diamond plated, mm-hmm. I think is what it's called mm-hmm. on there. That's a little bitchy one. I have an acrylic paddle that, oh, that one's hell right there. An acrylic paddle? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like how thick is it though? Um, Not like a paddle ball paddle. No, an Those acrylic. It's acrylic. a paddle that made out of acrylic okay. that somebody made. made. Yes. We okay. wanted at an auction. It was awesome. You know, I saw one years ago, um, back when they used to do the fetish night, and it had these little prongy things on it, and I had pre- previously seen it on a glove where you could just take it and like rub mm-hmm. down your arm. Well, mm-hmm. then they put that same thing on a paddle, and it leaves it leaves some indentions. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'd want. That. Do you know April Whipping Stripes? I sure do that's who i bought my first flogger from yes love her i do i actually own one two i think i've got three she's got some beautiful leathers that she's doing right now which i think would also look great in photo shoots my my first flogger was a gift um because when i went to temple i would just randomly flog people and then i think that my first and I, and I may be wrong. I'm pretty sure that Jay Harris gave me a flogger. It was a little one that you have straps on the fingers. And then after that, I was sold and I just bought them from her or friends gave them to me. I don't mm-hmm. know why people gift me impact toys. Because they look like I you take would them use all. them or enjoy them. Mm-hmm. What side of the slash are you on? Are you, are, are you a switch? Switch. I like giving. Okay. A lot more than I like taking. I want to say that you've been to a couple of parties, too, that Gemini's had. I yeah. sure have. <laughs> Not to hers, actually. I have been to other ones. Oh, okay. Did we- um, I've never been to one of hers, but I have been to others. Um, I actually went to one. I can't remember the, the group that hosted it, but the first one that I ever went to was at a cabin, and they were doing, like, these auctions for things that you could do while you were there mm-hmm. and I won the impact are mine and my fiance's best friend they are in the lifestyle I don't know and you probably know because the name is 
tends to be common and he won't care that i throw his name out here but his name's uh lewis gerard mm-hmm. and so he is kind of what got what's us his into- fat name though lewis hmm. louis his wife is named sheree um he's like this tall he's a he's a short guy mm-hmm. and he is he's just a fun guy you if you saw him you'd be like oh it's you um he used to go to twisted mics and he would pretty much wear thongs or unicorn outfits basically whatever it was to stand out how fun um that was that he's the one who got us into going to parties which we don't do anymore but um that was first time i had impact play and uh it was fun well i'm sure that lady katie will not mind if i invite you to sapphire I follow them on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I've uh, seen be a beautiful room. place to shoot. And too. yeah, I have gone to their a room. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, because I actually just recently had someone sent me this Airbnb and it's an adult Airbnb and it's so expensive. And I was like, well, you know, I know of a place, but I don't know if they do this kind of stuff and I have to ask. And it's, it was the Sapphire. They actually rent rooms too, like for the night or whatever. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They've got several rooms. I mean, they're not, they're not photography worthy because they're new and it's pretty kind of basic. It's just basic needs in there. Everything is photography worthy. Yeah. You just have to know how to like style it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there's also, it's underground, so it's a lot of concrete blocks. So mm-hmm. it could be good for like an asylum type shoot You'd in be some sort. at what she could see and see how oh, I'm sure. many things that would be cool for her. Yeah, but so Mm -hmm. come to a party one night. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Yes. (laughs) It'd be fun. So what's the future? Oh, man. Growth. I Um, know that you and Ashmack are working on your plan for 2022. Yes. So there's going to be lots and lots of growth for, for both of us separately and together um you know i'm growing my photography business um you know and i do other things outside of photography i'm in college um and i work a full-time job what are you going to college for uh healthcare administration do you want to do this which is completely opposite (laughs) seems insane which is complete opposite of what i what i do is this not the cause of all of your anxiety issues it could be the administration it part. could be i graduate in june i've already i already interviewed for a big girl job and i'm like what if they get on facebook and see my stuff but then i'm like if they love me they love me right and you never you never know you might have a whole new clientele Within there, oh yeah, nurses I've, I've are never, crazy I've and kinky. Never Medical <laughs> professionals are some of the like weirdest individuals. I love them dearly, but yeah, yeah. Odd, I mean, I've never hid the fact of, of what I do. Like, yeah, that's yeah, it shouldn't so, matter. Um, but yeah, so there's big things. I'm growing my my business. You know, I've. It's funny that me and Ash, we sit down and we write down our plan for the year, but because I am who I am, I'm very spontaneous, and when I get ideas in my head, I have to do it, Mm -hmm. Um, which is, again, one of those boundary things. I have to learn my boundaries of not doing that. Um, So, and she's doing a lot of things with the fat life, and what's happening with our businesses is they're starting to intertwine, Mm -hmm. Um, because granted, she does a lot of makeup, but she does so much with my clients that 
they're rolling over into what she's doing and we're starting to realize we're finding women that they're not only coming to me for a photo shoot but they they need growth too and they need to be rebuilt up because whether it be from someone breaking them down or past traumas and so a lot of people have started to roll into the fat life and find other people that are like-minded and are needing growth too um what is the name of your business i like or the name of your collaboration, I guess. You know, we don't really have a, a name yeah. of our collaboration. So, I mean, I'm Mallory Bertrand and she's Ashmac. And so when I introduce her to people, you know, this is Ashmac. She's the makeup artist. And then some days it's, this is Ashmac. She's got this amazing group called The Fat Life. And that's P-H-A-T. Because um, a lot of times people like to mix it up and they don't mm-hmm. know what it means. And I said, it's a great empowering group because and her group is still growing so Mm -hmm. it it started off as just something small with makeup and fun because I even asked her the other day and I was like you don't do you know your whole videos on Wednesdays anymore with the wine and the makeup and she's like no but that's because we're we're growing in a different direction and it's growing in a great direction she's Um, more spiritual minded it mm -hmm. looks like and way more um internal healing Mm -hmm. And like the makeup can come later. Let's oh yeah, let's bring your inner beauty outward. I blame I, I blame her for um, my senses opening. Um, I can call myself like an intuitive empath, and I've started reading cards. I don't do it for people. I've done it for her because I wanted to see if I could if I was good enough to read her. And she's like, it's accurate. And I said, well, my words don't flow like yours just yet. And she's like, it will come. Yeah. Is that something that you wanted to learn? Were you inspired by her or is that something that you've always wanted to do? Um, be able to do. I didn't think it was something that was for me. Like I always knew that I was different and I always knew that I could feel things and see things. And then the more that I am around her, the more open it becomes. And then my mind is like, wow all these things that I thought weren't real are real and all these things that I'm feeling are real and what's it just it just happened mm-hmm. like it just one day it happened and now I'm exploring more I'm not as knowledgeable about the things that she is but I learn from her we tend to feed off of each other's energy really well um which works for our clients where did y'all yeah. meet um, you know, I posted on Facebook many years ago that I needed a makeup artist for for an in creative session, and she came and she did makeup for the girl that I was photographing, and she um she did makeup for my little sister. Um, I wanted to do a weird photo shoot with rats, <laughs> and so <laughs> it kind of just went from there. I used her off and on, and then it just. It just, just grew became from there. friends and used her more yeah. and more. She was reliable and good. And mm-hmm. we have became um, a lot closer in the past couple of years. Um, but all we do is work. So, like, we don't even get to hang out because we're always working. Well, she loves it. I can yes. tell you that. You know, yeah. she's very fond of you. And yeah. keep it up. Keep up that energy yeah. and stuff like that. Powerful women empower women. That's my mantra, anyway. <laughs> powerful women empower women I think that she's helped me a lot with growth too because I am 
I am not good at ex- expressing feelings at all. Um, I tend to just bottle them all up until they explode. Um, so she's helped me a lot through my growth and she's actually been with me. She's been around for about 10 years. So she has seen me at my lowest when I thought it was nothing. Mm-hmm. And, and it was a really bad time in my life. I wanted to un- unalive myself. I hate that word. I wanted to kill myself. And I think everyone's been there. And I have never openly said that to people other than like close network. Mm-hmm. Thank you for trusting us <laughs> with that. And you're right. You know, there been- are a lot of things in my life that people don't know about because even though we say we're not afraid of judgment, I think there's still that thing in the pit of your stomach that you still are. And that and there's natural. things that I think you just keep to you. Mm-hmm. Like, it, you know, I could share with everyone about mental health problems, about problems with very difficult relationships, abuse, whatever. I mean, it's weird. And then when you have one person that's run the gamut, yeah. it seems like, okay, that's a lot. You don't, you know, you can't possibly have, you yeah. know, it's like, yeah, I lived a lot of life, but you don't have to know. I think that having a lot of the life experiences that I have had is what helps me mm-hmm. to rebuild other women. Cause mm-hmm. I can say, you know, I've, I've been through this, you know, just because you see what social media portrays. Cause I think that's another thing is social mm-hmm. media media portrays us as this happy, perfect person. But in reality, you know, we have, we're human. Yes. And so that helps me to be like, I've been there because a lot of a lot of my clients tend to be curvy women. I have women of all sizes. And last year I had someone say, you don't post a lot of curvy women. You don't look like you have the experience. And I said, well, I said, here's the thing. A lot of my clients don't let me post publicly. I said, because that's for them. Mm-hmm. I said, but I promise you I have curvy clients. They never hired me. And which is fine because again I'm not everyone's cup of tea but I am I am curvy in my own I have my mm-hmm. own self things that make me uncomfortable and I use that when I'm when I'm posing clients I'll be like this is my belly and mm-hmm. this is how we're going to hide it if this which is what you want to hide so right I try to put myself in their shoes um I, I go and do photo shoots. I did it when I was doing pinup modeling. I'm trying to set up one. When I feel like crap, I schedule a photo shoot so I can find myself again. I feel like you and I would be best friends because what you're speaking right now is just, I mean, it's preaching to the choir. When I get that way, like I've been feeling that way this week and I'm like, I need to do a photo shoot. I need to remind myself mm-hmm. who the fuck I am. Yeah. And there. for me, it's the worst thing ever. I, I am not good. At, I don't like. That's being, why I think Gail needs a session. I would rather take photos, even though I am not, you know, I don't have the, I would need training and a camera. Like, I'm not dumb. I don't yeah. think that I can Pinterest hours <laughs> it up and I can take passable photos for you to have to feel good about yourself. I am pretty good with angles because of the hair thing, you know, mm-hmm. like I get angles and lighting and things like that 
but I also realized, hmm, no, I'm not going to do the photo shoot. But because I get that, I have a hard time in front of other people. I've had other people take my photos, but I'm so freaking awkward and stiff. It's terrible. We are our own worst critic. Mm -hmm. And and I tell people, I, I criticize myself. Like in the past... Six months, I think I've felt the worst about myself in a really, really long time. And it has nothing to do, to do with anybody else. Mm-hmm. Like, my fiancé loves me and he tells me every day that I'm beautiful. Like, what man does that? Mine does. He's awesome. But I see myself and I'm like, some days I feel like I am on top of the world. And other days I'm like down here. Right. And I'm like, I feel like crap. Like yesterday, I just felt like crap. And when they tell you you're beautiful when you feel like crap, and when you know you look like crap, Mm -hmm. then that doubt starts to come in. Like, why are you saying that? You know, it's very innocent on Mm -hmm. their part. Like, they think you're beautiful, Mm -hmm. but you think that they have a you're like another gross. intention. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're gross. I am disgusting right now. <laughs> Don't look at me. I'm hideous. <laughs> No, no, you're beautiful. Don't you believe me? Would I lie to you? I can't That's even it. be Would looking great, though. And yeah. then it's like, we're going to do photos. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> take a picture. You know, you know what's funny is I, <laughs> I take selfies out. all the time. And I am... I know people are like, I hate filter selfies. I love filter selfies. I love filter selfies. That's just me. Like, Well, they filter it automatically now because I've been taking selfies even today. And I was like, this is not what I look like. The best selfie. But then if someone else takes a picture. Oh, TikTok's playing. (laughs) Um, All the important things. You know, someone else can take a picture of me and I'm like, that's not the right angle. No, I can see this and I can see that. And then I'm like. Just give me the phone all day. Right. I'm going to need you to climb that ladder and then I'm going to back up to Cleveland and then you can take it. You know, when we're at the, the, the shot, when our little friend group, we call it the coven is together. We always we always tend to hand the phone to Sarah because um, we're all tall. But Sarah has the longest arms. She's and so gorgeous. we're like, Sarah, we need you to do this because she's got the longest arms and can get the best angles of all of us. Mm-hmm. And. And that's her job. And Ash tends to, to turn it long ways. And I'm like, why are you doing that? She's like, because it gets us all in the photos. I was like, but I look funny. And then she's like, no, you don't. <laughs> it's so. It is true. It's so true. But yeah, I'm, I am terrible with it. So uh, Jennifer, though, takes the most beautiful pictures all the time. I, See, I think that so. now she needs to do pictures because. Yeah. So. This is something that I tell all my clients. The number one rule when you come into my studio is you are not allowed to say anything negative or critical. Now, it's one thing to say, hey, I'm uncomfortable with this spot. Mm-hmm. Can you cover it? But there's no negativity allowed. Like that's, that gets stuck at the door. The first time it comes out, mm-mm. We don't do that here. You spank them. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, if that's the case, I might scare some of my clients. It's going to be a couple, two or three times innocent clients ever, and so I think I might scare them if I'm like. <laughs> um, so first time, not rewarding. First time you get called out about it, right? You're yeah. like, no, we're not doing that. We here. don't do that, and and 
sometimes I have to remind people because it's just because you're so used to being like, no, I'm, I don't like, I'm uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I don't look good. I'm not pretty. Mm-mm. I won't be saying all that, but you'll be like, Gail, uh, we'll be able to do read it so, all over you your know. face. <laughs> Especially if Ash is there. I mean, we're both, like I said, we're both intuitive, but we'll be like, what's going on over there? You're going to be okay? like, okay, I don't know what this Quasimodo pose you'll, you're doing I, is, but I mean, if you think you're going to have to stop being eternal. I talk a lot too when I'm shooting and... I used to not be comfortable showing people how to pose, and now here I am. I'm wallering all over mm-hmm. the bed, rolling into the floor, feet in the air. Like nice. I get comfortable, I kick my shoes off and my socks off, and I'm like, "Let's do this." Yeah, that's cool. People need that because there are people out there they have no idea how to pose, mm-hmm. none. And it happens. It's yeah. normal. I, I have a lot of re- repeat clients, so like the from the first time we shoot to like second and third and fourth generally by the second or third they're like i got this and they just start slowly moving i tell people to touch themselves a lot not down there but i I, I forewarn people i was like i'm not um i'm not uh what's the word i'm looking for well i love me some me that wouldn't bother me at all so i I was like i said you know i'm not good with terminology i'm just gonna tell you how it is touch yourself you're gonna start here and go down here and you're gonna squish your boobs together and touch your butt and squeeze your butt and all those things you learn all that in burlesque too yeah Yeah. you know i need to take that class just because i've had a friend that's been trying to get me to do burlesque for so long he's like you would do amazing and i'm like i maybe Maybe there'll be I have stage fright. There'll yeah. be classes coming up Pretty soon, soon at the Salome Cabaret Burlesque Academy. I'm take their class. You probably Which, know him, Gregory. Yeah, we oh, love Gregory. We love Gregory. He keeps yeah. trying to bribe me. He's like, Mallory, you need to do it. And I'm you like, should do it. See, I would just go out there and do my own thing. Forget a class. Shoot. I'm kidding. I, I think you have to do the class just for the blue laws. Really, would be one of the it important is. reasons. Know, yeah, just to know what to do and not to do in Tennessee. I have such bad stage fright that I would be like, eh. You have to learn but the, the rules classes to are break good. To me, it just gave me more confidence mm-hmm. and more confidence on stage and more confidence to talk to people because as a general rule, I don't much care for people. And <laughs> You know what's funny is I'm not a people person, but I work in two fields that require me to do nothing mm-hmm. but talk to people. You know, so... But I love my friends, and I. But I love that's people. It. I just don't like how they act. I'm a lot of I the guess time. they call it an extra, an introverted extrovert, like mm-hmm. ambivert. That's when, when you're both. both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love. I do like people, but my energy gets sapped the when I'm around them. Mm-hmm. I like being around them, but then I also have to dive down into the depths of. You know, you said solitude. that it just made me think of another shoot that we could do, but we'd have to have two more people, and that is what we do in the shadows. Which <laughs> I know you say you don't watch too much TV, but what we do in the shadows, it's right up your alley. <laughs> if is you it, ever is it a scary movie? It's it's a it's a movie vampire. <laughs> it's oh, a mockumentary, but there's also a show on FX, <laughs> um, and it's some of the funniest shit out there. But they're vampires yeah. in modern day Staten Island, New Jersey. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> I didn't want to like it, but it is. It's so stupid. It's there's, an, a, there's a vampire, and he's called an energy vampire, and his name <laughs> is Colin Robinson. And it's just this. It's just this middle aged 
balding glasses, you know, beige suit <laughs> kind of guy. And he just, just talks to you about the life sucks out of the you. Life right out of you. <laughs> just Gail is my favorite. <laughs> no. She's she's never gonna let him bite her, is he? Oh, Gearmore. Yeah, I don't know. Gearmore. Gear Gearmore. But Gail won't let him. Remember she married the werewolf (laughs) right underneath them. What's his name? Who I don't know. His love of his life was Gail. And he thought he was gonna get to bite her and spend eternity with her. No, not Lazo. Nandor. uh, Maybe. And yeah. then um, she ended up marrying the werewolf. Poor Mallory doesn't know what we're talking about. <laughs> it's okay. So it's okay. Yeah, it's I'm so agreeing. crazy. But yeah, just jot it down. What we do in the shadows. It's a great show just to. Basically, you know. like she's wanting to do a monsters shoot, okay, but with know, vampires, the, the gothy monsters type. You do, you do, do know, know who, who the monsters, monsters are. Okay. You know, it's funny that I, I photograph so much horror-inspired stuff, but I don't watch a lot of horror movies yeah. because um, I will admit, I get scared. I am mm-hmm. and I don't like good. So I don't watch them by myself. <laughs> and then Josh is not a horror movie fan. He loves movies, so I get crap all the time for all the movies I've never seen. Mm-hmm. And he's like, why haven't you seen that? And I blame it on the fact that I lived in another country when I was little, even though it wasn't very long. Um, I would just say because I do because, productive uh, yeah, things because, with my time, because I'd rather do this for two like, hours than sit there. Because I have I a life. I've got, I don't even know where my backpack is, but like, I've got four everything. Like, Which I, is awesome. And then you're not into it to watch it. I mean, if I if I had someone to watch it with, and but I also don't. People don't come. We don't socialize at my house. Another guest of ours, Big Gay James, just had his horror trivia at South Press last week. And let me tell you, I don't know. I'm shit. friends with them on Facebook too. Yeah. I we I didn't know James. shit about horror, and I thought I he thought the questions were easy. And I'm like, no, this is hard. I have no idea who or what you're talking about you here. don't watch it. I would not yeah. have done well either. I mean, what? There's 45 Friday the 13th. <laughs> there are 5 million of them. There's, I don't even know how much. I remember the first Michael Myers with Jamie Lee Curtis, the first Halloween. And that was just like, oh my gosh, you know, the exorcist. I saw that. I that found, was a big I mean, one. I see. I know, and that's nice. I have been you know, loving the pumpkin, pumpkin cheeks from here. Michael Myers <laughs> right there. Face. But I don't know a look bunch at, of the other ones. Look at uh, it. That's it. Um, oh, I see it. Yeah. His abs, right? Oh, look and at his, his little, little, little goodie pot. Oh, pal. my. Freddy Krueger. Did you draw these? Did, Did you, you make, make them? I wish I had. The, I, I mean, I can draw too, but no. I bought this at CreepyCon last year. That's pretty cool. I, do you know Chris Bell as well? I do. Yeah. I Chris love him. Chris is coming him. in to put my yeah. sink in tomorrow. He's one of my favorite people as I well. I did promo pictures for him. That's right. Not last year, before. With and he uses them with alien. everything. I love it. Yes. He was just, he, we just talked not too long ago, or he it's commented that we needed to redo new mm-hmm. ones, because he's like, I need new ones. And, and I, I love like, yes, Ashley. Yes, because her her shop is really close to where my studio yes. is. Yes, how cool, Mystic Orb up there mm-hmm. in Clinton. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Nice. Anyway, we're giving a shout out to Chris. Yeah, we, we know so many people. I know there's it's, another one that you've worked so with. Weird. that I just think he's an amazing human being, but that's Danger Angel. Yes. Oh, I love Danger Angel. Mm-hmm. So I actually have a shoot planned. Um, with them at the end of March and he's actually going to be the model 
um i don't know if you guys know who krampus is oh yes, yes. um but we are i've done krampus shoots for the past two years now mm-hmm. i had a custom mask made and i reached out to him and i said hey do you want to try something that was you doing the krampus shoots mm-hmm I didn't yeah, realize custom that, made. that was I had the, you doing. The, I had the mask custom made. The outfit mm-hmm. was made by my mom. Um, but I needed to take a break from that specific look. So I reached out to him and several people have been like, I want to do a sexy shoot with Krampus. And I said, hey, do you want to do Daddy Krampus? <laughs> I am so here for this. So um, <laughs> I, I'm a researcher. I like to get inspiration from art. So I started typing Krampus bdsm on google and i didn't know it was a thing and i found all this krampus art of him spanking pinup models and i'm like why haven't i done this already and so i i'm using the art inspiration i sent him the picture and i was like because he makes he puts together his own cosplay outfits and i said do you think you can put a cosplay together he's like absolutely i said now i want because i want everything to match your skin tone i want all the things and so um, I have not advertised it publicly, but I have advertised in my private group um, that we're doing Daddy Krampus. I've bought him a paddle and a whip, and I've got leather cuffs, and um, I've got masks. Um, i got all kinds of things. <laughs> Krampus taking you know care of the whip? bad? I sure do, but it's been so long. Awesome. Awesome. It's my a really long time. It's my daddy's specialty right there. Loves that. <laughs> Though I like the caning more. I have been like, caned. It was very painful. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They caned me in my thigh. Oh. Yeah. Yikes. That sounds non-consensual or... No, it was. It was yeah. just... Unexpected and yeah. probably hurt way more. Oh, Yeah. 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 Daddy has some weird leather whip thing that's like smacking a towel. I really hate um, it. Um the I've got one of those where you take Oh, it. um I don't know why I popped shit. in the thing. But what is it called? It's I got don't a know. name. Yeah. It does have a name. Uh Josh's friend Lewis gave him one as a gift and he's never he's never used it. I mean uh, like by once. It's my least favorite. Dragon's he seems tail. to like that it. One. Yeah, yes. the dragon's tail. There you go. That It is freaking menopause brain going on there and i'm just like do you gotta do that but it's it just bites you is why but yeah i'm excited because i get to work with him and do fun things and <laughs> ash just texted me and said obligate uh obligatory oh my gosh why can't i say this word obligatory yes podcast interruption because the last one she was here, I did yes. it, and I didn't do it on purpose. I, I just, it didn't it cross was, my mind. That's how I know how much she loved you. Like she was genuinely not sad whenever you were ringing in, and then she'd be like, "That's Mallory." I'm like, "We should have had you both at the same time." But and I and she mentioned that I told her I said, "Do you think they can handle both of us at the same time?" Oh yeah, it's not a problem. We'll she, speak up. She's a talker. I'm a talker. And what's funny is me and her, gosh, like a year ago, I told her, I said, we need to, we talked about starting a podcast and we're like, could we keep it up though? Could we keep talking? And now that I've done this, I'm like, man, I can actually keep up a conversation. You can. It's not uh, difficult to keep the conversation going. I think it would be harder um, doing it like 
if I were trying to do it by myself and just start talking for whatever, uh, I think the dynamic of having two people is good. Consistency is the biggest thing. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, editing takes... Yeah, that see, takes some all that. work. Um, uh, Braddy edits and audacity and does an amazing job with it. Um, I am learning and I'm still pretty terrible at it. I'm like, what am I even doing? <laughs> I'm just here for the ride. But uh, the, you know, research and topics and having guests on is a lot of fun. And then it's fun when we, you know, when we're just chatting but it's a, it's a good time. Yes, ma'am. Please do that. I sent it to Ash. <laughs> yes, that's awesome. I'm very happy about. It. I got a ring light over here. We can set up if you'd like. Soak them cuticles and olive oil and iodine. And it's the complete opposite of my personality. I have Barbie pink nails. That's awesome. Oh, they're super cute and they sparkle. You know, I think they are beautiful, and I think that that happens a lot in. Uh, when you're normally always in black or whatever, because I definitely like a lot more pink than I ever have in my whole entire life. Right now, I'm you know? loving the color pink. I love pinks, peaches, lilacs. I love all pastels. I like color mm. now. I used to not. Used to. I love purple. Purple is going to be a big color this year, by the way. Purple is my favorite you should. color. And um, shout out to Violet Freak. Today is her birthday. Oh, happy Yay. birthday on two happy two birthday. on two twenty two on a palindrome day. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this she's is my wallet. It's, it's beautiful. Gorgeous. Yes, I do dig purple. I'm glad you like purple. So it's pretty cool. Well, where can they find you, Mallory? Well, I have several places they can find me. Um, my biggest place is going to be Facebook. Um, they can go on there and type in Mallory Bertrand Photography. My name generally pops to the top because there's not many me's around here. Um, I have a private Facebook group and it is all people friendly. Um, it is Just Be You by Mallory Bertrand Photography. Um if you're a creeple, I'll figure out pretty quick and I'll kick you out. Um, and then I've got Instagram, which is Mallory Bertrand Photos. TikTok is Mallory Bertrand Photos. And I have a website, MalloryBertrandPhotography.com. Awesome. I'm very easy to find. <laughs> Google me. I, I'm official on Google. And if you can't remember that, just look up Ashmac and her name will pop up. Mallory's name will also pop up there oh, yeah. somewhere. Oh, yeah. In the Fat Life group. Yeah. Yep. I'm one of the admins on the Fat Life, so. Very cool. I'm easy to find. Yay. What, what about you, Gailicious? Gabin Gail time on all platforms that I care about. <laughs> <laughs> Which ones are you not caring about? I'm, I'm gagging Gail time on Fet. <laughs> And I don't care about FET. You know, I had an account on FET, but I can't remember. I can't remember what my login is. They're trying to get you to verify yourself these days. I don't know. I haven't logged in in forever. I don't have hardly any content. They'll kick me off soon enough. I've really just been on there to look at a ghost. To look at parties. Yeah, I think Daddy does that for me every once in a while. Say, hey. Or I'll say, hey, will you go look and see what's going on at so-and-so? And And he goes, you, and 
mean. Which I'll toot their horn a little bit. There is a Fandom party coming up March 4th. Hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's also your cathartic karaoke. Yes. Yes. You know, this is so funny because one of my friends recently had a guy that was cheating on her. And so I friended him and uh, told him I was a Fandom. And he's like, what's that? And I was like, well, it's a financial domination you're my sub i'm your dom (laughs) financial domination (laughs) i i went on to i went online and just grabbed a random definition to send it to him and i said i need my nails done and i sent him a request on facebook for 25 bucks and then he's like i left my card at home and i said who leaves their card at home now it'll cost you 35 (laughs) right and i said madam's not happy and he's like lol okay and i'm like yeah jerk did you get your money no oh no i like that you're not madam you are not bona fide you are not a suitor (laughs) you're done now i'm not a switch but i will beat a girl's ass if she asks me to but i do not like to be called mistress Mm -mm. or you know i'm not i'm not a switch when it comes to my fiance Mm -hmm. he is totally in charge and i like it that way yeah Um, but when it comes to everybody else i'm in charge and that's my philosophy very much it's very much well since i haven't been out in the world Mm -hmm. it used to be known when i would walk in the door she's a boss bitch nice but i don't go anywhere anymore (laughs) (laughs) now you're at home so i'm a hermit (laughs) where can we find you me yeah me i am bratty von beaverhausen on instagram and bruised tonsils on fet and tiktok and follow us tonsils yeah i love that (laughs) and then follow us i'm surprised you never heard of me i've heard of the beaverhausen but not bruised tonsils that's i like that in the fetish community 1996 Mm -hmm. uh aol chat do you still have your tonsils to bruise i do actually (laughs) that's amazing honestly and that you don't get sore throats a lot is very amazing no i have no i'm you know god gave me this gift i see that's awesome have you seen the video on tiktok of the uh what the noise the the jackhammer thing coming it's not a jackhammer though yeah. it's something where else. liz brooks did the thing no oh i don't know if i follow liz she did TikTok. a thing i think i sent you one though where she was doing the i think i sent you hers where she's like bends over like yoga <laughs> did you see it no <laughs> She's like, she shows a picture of that thing going up and down and she goes, oh, like, wait a minute. And then she goes on her back and spreads her legs and tries to, you know, (laughs) anyway, it's a fun photo. So thank you so much for listening. And we appreciate it if you give us a like and follow on whatever you're listening to us on. Or, you know, we still got buttons and we still got stickers and we still would love to give you stuff. And love to hear from you if you email us at gabandgirltime at gmail.com. Yeah. Mallory, are you going to sing with us? Oh. I mean, I can try. It's the same as the intro. The outro is the same same as the the intro. intro. 
You know, we just come up with that on the fly. Mm-hmm. It's just how it goes. Yeah. Now you're stuck with it. <laughs> and we really appreciate it. your earworm. We appreciate you yeah. so much listening to us. It means the world to us. And thank you. And we thank you so much for listening to Gavin Girl Time. Gavin Girl Time. Gavin Girl Time. <laughs> Be gone, witch. Be gone. Bing! <laughs> <laughs>